this morning what I want to do is I want to highlight uh, Take Hold Church in Scotland. This is my wife, Amy. Everybody say hey, Amy. Hi, everybody. She got, the, uh, she got to come with me uh, just a few months ago to Scotland, and we walked with some of the leaders at Take Hold Church in Edinburgh, Scotland, and uh, man, we just got to hear really cool God stories, and I wanted to invite her up to just share uh, maybe a story or two from our time there where she saw God move, and why it's important for us to not only financially support uh, mission efforts overseas, but to also like in prayer and in focus and in our hearts support them as well. So Ames, do you have a story or two for us? Of course. Um, first, I just want to remind you guys that the last time we heard from the video that we played from Pastor Paul, he mentioned that a hundred years ago, Scotland was so enriched in the gospel and in following Jesus that they were known as the land of the book, meaning they were known as biblical people. And in just four generations, so think from your grandparents to your children. Now only 1% of their population claims to know Jesus. Think about how quickly that broke down. And for me, that almost moves me to tears to think that, to, to, to think of the faith that my grandparents would have had, that the entire country was known as believers and then to consider my children and only 1% in their whole generation would say that they know and love Jesus and follow him. Um, a really impactful story that we heard from our friends, Paul and Angela, who were there. She was talking about how she was in like the main tourist part of Edinburgh, which is called the, whole, the Royal Mile. And um, there's a guy who trains like birds of prey and like domesticates them and you can you know, give him $5 or whatever, and he'll let you hold his birds. Well, she's made friends with this guy, and she was there, and she was talking to him. His name's Alex, and she, they're just talking, um, and she's, you know, asking about the birds and things like that, and all of a sudden, she hears these trumpets and these cymbals, and she sees these flags down the way, because the Royal Mile is a hill, and she's like, hang on one second. I need to go film this, and so she runs over to where she can see it, and she, like, basically films this parade. And she realizes that Alex has kind of disappeared. And he has gone, and he has turned his back, and he is looking at the, he is nose to nose with the wall. And she's like, that's a weird reaction to a parade. Like, most people like parades. Like, they're positive. <laughs> and so after it's over, she goes, and she says, Alex, are you okay? And he goes, I can't stand them. And she goes, who? And he goes, the Christians. And he goes on to tell her the story about how the Christians are in your face and they blow their trumpets and they bang their cymbals and they tell you you're going to hell. And he was talking about how, you know, within the church, the Protestants and the Catholics are still fighting. And so we don't live in a country where that's something we think about. Like we don't have the scars of the Protestant Reformation all around us. It's not in our buildings. It's not a part of our family history. But over there it is. And Angela in her just being so filled with the Holy Spirit and she said, Alex, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. And she was able to share with him that sometimes as, as fallen people, as Christians, we get it wrong. But the Jesus that she loves got it right. 
and she got to tell him about she would hate for him to live the rest of his life thinking that her Jesus would be in his face, would be in Alex's face, and would say, you're not good enough, and to say, you're going to hell. Because while that is true, Jesus says, you would go to hell, but in me, there's, there's truth, and there's openness, and there's grace, and there's eternal life. And so, just to hear the work that they're doing over there, it is, they talk about the spirit of fear that is so heavy over there, and I mean, we saw it, we felt it when we were there, and so just the opportunity that we have to partner with them and to reach a whole, a whole country, you know, it's their, their whole country is only the size of like South Carolina in, in land mass and in population, and so, I mean, our God can do that, like we can, they can go back to being the land of the book, yeah. and I think the fact that he invites us into that kingdom work and that we get the opportunity to do that is just incredible, and I think that we should not take that lightly and not miss this opportunity. Yeah, so a couple of action points from there. In just a moment, Brandon's going to come up and talk about giving, but I also want to take a moment to pray. Um, at, at the end of the service, we're actually going to have a, a mission trip meeting. If you're interested in going with us to Scotland in 2024, you can join me for that meeting uh, right after the service. It'll be a missional community room, number one. But I want us to pray something that's really cool. So right now, Take Hold Church is meeting once a month. But in the month of December, they're, they're actually meeting twice. They're actually going to be meeting in about an hour. Uh, it'll be 5 p.m. their time. Um, and it's a special Christmas service for them. They did a lot of outreach yesterday in the community. And I want to pray for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit over their service right here, right now. Uh, God is present here and there. I don't know if y'all believe that we worship a God that can do that. <laughs> But uh, hopefully you do, because my God's a lot bigger than just Scotland and America. You know what I mean? <laughs> so let's pray right now that he shows up and people who are far from him have a face-to-face -face interaction with a God that looks at them and says, you may not be more than enough, but I can make you more than enough. And I give you abundant life. Just come to me. So let's pray right now. God, we are thankful that you didn't just leave us in our broken state separated from your Father, but yet you sent your Son as the ultimate gift, the sacrificial gift. He came and paved the way for us to be reunited with you. And Lord, I, I just pray for Pastor Paul as he proclaims the gospel here in just a little while. I pray for boldness. I pray for truth, but I also pray for grace, Lord. As a people who probably have a perception about Christians where we just bang our cymbals and we just blow our horns, God, let us not be like those people that Paul writes about in Scripture. Let's not be a clangy cymbal, but let us in everything we do, do it in love. And so God, I pray for Paul. I pray for his team, his church, that as they greet people who are far from the Lord this morning, that they'll do so in a way that brings honor and glory to your name. That people who are far from you will see a love that is unexplainable to them. I pray for salvation today in Edinburgh, Scotland, at Take Hold Church, as they gather. I pray that their staff will be so encouraged that people are in support of the work that they're doing. God, I, I do pray for our financial support. But I, got, I, I think I'm even more so pray that we as a church will feel a burden for the people in Scotland. 
that it won't just be something that's far off, but it'll be our brothers and sisters in Christ on the front lines, and we are lifting them up, and we are carrying their burden with them. Help us to be the church that you've called us to be. It's in your son's holy, powerful, and precious name I pray these things, Jesus Christ. And God's people said, amen.